Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Today is, I think it's week five. Week five, three, four, five, I don't know. Anyway, we're talking about steps to fast-tracking your healing. And this is a step that we we think we don't give enough time to. We assume that it will happen in the future or sometimes we just it's just too hard to do. Um, so listen in and it's not quite the one you were expecting. That'll be next week because, well, I explain it in the episode. So listen in and give yourself the space to really start dreaming. Hi, friend. I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, welcome back to Her Restored Spirit podcast. My name is Tammy, and I'm the host. And I am excited for you to be here today. I want to, well, last week I gave you some instructions. I asked you to write some ants down that were probably not easy to do and not really something you wanted to do. And then I told you that this week I would tell you what to do with them. Well, as I was praying this week and as I was creating the podcast, I realized that I'm going to take a break from that. And I'm before we jump into the action, I wanted to remind you why we are taking these steps, why you're worth it, and why we are not going to just do, 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 do in order to heal. That the being part is really important in this and understanding your needs and understanding that it is hard to do, but you're not doing it alone. That it is challenging and it's you have to char- choose your heart. I've mentioned that before, that you have to choose your heart, whether it's the heart of staying where you are or the heart of moving forward, the heart of healing your heart, your broken spirit, all of that. But I wanted to share a little bit today about dreams and visions and understanding the power of those and the fact that this point in your healing, whether you are on this healing journey for years and years or you just decided to get on the healing journey, that doesn't really matter. Um, it's, you know, now is the right time. Sometimes we put so much pressure on ourselves about doing it the right way. Okay, maybe it's just me. I, I Maybe I just put too much pressure on myself for doing it the right way. But I don't really think that I'm, the only, that I'm alone in this. I don't think that, that that's something that you don't struggle with. I mean, it may be. And I would love to know if you don't struggle with you know, getting it right or healing the right way or allowing that, 
that lie because it is a lie. It is a lie that there's only one way to heal. There's, because really you've got to decide for yourself what healing looks like. And so today I just want to talk a little bit about dreams and visions and goals and understanding the purpose of them. So I am a very goal-oriented dream, visions, um, sometimes to the point where they paralyze me when I'm trying to get them right. Like I have these big dreams, but I don't know how to achieve them. But I always had the feeling that there was something more, that I wanted something, that life meant something more, that there was purpose and passion and something much bigger than myself. Even from a young child, I had that feeling and that would drive me to keep going. That would drive me through all of the challenges and all of the things because one of my, I was, I was in a coaching call recently and one of the questions that was asked to me, she goes, Tammy, was losing your husband the first struggle you ever had? I was like, no, no, it's not. I have had multiple struggles and trials and circumstances that knock me down. And she's like, well, what kept you going? I was like, well, I knew something better was next. I knew something better could come out of it. I knew, I trusted when God said that everything could be used for good. I trusted him every step of the way. And because I trusted them, trusted him on those smaller, which of course, when I was going through them, when I was younger, I didn't, they didn't feel smaller, but little did I know what big things I would be enduring. I would be, well, using to fuel my purpose now. But all of those little things, I always knew that there was something else, that it, I was not going to stay in that moment, that I was not going to That wasn't going to end Tammy. That wasn't going to be the last hurdle that I climbed or that I jumped. It was not going to be the last. That was not going to define my life, whatever it was, whether it was moving again or losing friends again or starting over or, you know, those other things that you go through as a teenager, those those life defining moments that you don't realize how important they are because they prepare you for adulthood. You don't realize how important they are and the skills and the coping mechanisms that you learn as a teenager, healthy or unhealthy, are the ones that carry you into an adulthood. So I wanna introduce the idea of allowing yourself to think ahead, to dream, to give yourself, even in this moment, take a deep breath, allow your brain to rest, allow your heart rate to rest, allow your body to just rest for a moment, take a deep breath and take a break from today's reality to entertain the possibility of what could happen tomorrow. What could your life look like? What do you want your life to look like? Do you want it to stay right where you are? And you could have a great life right now. You could have fought some really hard battles and got to where you are and you're like, okay, this is good. But there's still more. There's still something else that is like nagging at you and something that's propelling you forward. And 
it's okay. So sit and think about those for a moment. After I lost my husband, I lost my ability to plan, dream, um, set goals for any extended period of time, like my long-term goals. I've talked about this before, that I just, like, what was the point? What was the point? Um, If everything can change in a moment, then why? Why do you dream? And I realized that the purpose of dreams is to show you that there's more available, to show you that you you don't have to be in your current reality forever, that you don't have to stay in this raw pain, this, this stuck, stuckness that you're in. You don't have to stay here. You can go forward. You can dream about what if. You can dream about the life that you really want to cultivate. And in fact, the more time you spend doing that, in putting like in involving your five senses, the touch, taste, smell, hear, see, all of those things, when you start to craft your future, craft your dreams, ask yourself those questions. What do I see? What do I hear? What do I feel? What do I smell and taste? And what do I want? The more you, time you spend crafting that, the more real it becomes to your brain and the more it wants it. And the reason why I'm having you do this is because, well, one, if you haven't done your ant journals yet, if you haven't started that process that I talked about last episode, the writing down your your negative thoughts as you have them in the exact words that you're thinking them, because believe me, I resisted that for a long time. I, and it, it was even part of my assignments, like part of my course um, for neuro coaching to do that. And I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't really want to write those down. I already think them. Isn't that enough? But if we want to remove those, if we want to rewire our brain, and if we want to recognize that those thoughts that, are ha- that we're having are untrue, that they are lies that are keeping us right where we are instead of enabling us to go to the dreams that we have, we really need the dreams to come to life. We need to think about what we want and we have to look at what's stopping us. And it's those thoughts that are stopping us. It's not really our current circumstances that are stopping us. It's not really other people. It's not things that have happened to us. It's truly our brains that are keeping us right here because everyone has a choice to be in a different place tomorrow. You can have a completely different reality tomorrow by making one choice today. And that could be simply the choice to move forward, to not allow today's circumstances to dictate your tomorrow, to allow yourself to dream, give yourself that that freedom to dream. So how do you do that if that's not your norm, if you haven't created a practice? And the first is to sit and just be. Just be where you are. And one thing I recently um, heard, and it makes perfect sense of whether you realize it or not, it's you grieve three things. 
when you have a loss. You grieve what was, what you had, the, the reality you knew in that moment. You grieve what could have been. Those are your hopes and dreams that you were building a foundation on. And those possibilities. And then you also grieve what will never be. Because the reality of trials and circumstances and hardship, you will never be the same. The future you envisioned will never be the same. And so um, for you or your family, and so you grieve what will never be. It's okay to embrace those three things and grieve them. In fact, I think it's really important that you do. I think that you should sit and think about each of those things and give yourself some time because they are real. Those are real hopes and dreams and reality. Those are real parts of you that no longer exist, that you have to say goodbye to. So take some time and process that. Give yourself that space, whether you like it or not, to do that. And then when you do that, then you get to look at the things that you've been through that have changed you. Look at really those circumstances that you've been through and where you've been victorious, where you have come through. And even if you don't consider yourself victorious or you don't consider yourself completely through that, recognize that you're not in the same place and look at the small wins, the the things about the old you and the new you and those differences. What do you like about the new you? Because there are things, there are things that are good. There are things that you're stronger, you're braver. You've had to make decisions that maybe you've never made those decisions before. And that should be that that should be celebrated because you've you are changing, you're growing, you're developing. Growth doesn't happen in a void. It happens through resistance. It happens through hardship. It happens when you have to make those hard choices. So celebrate those. And then you get to take all of that. You get to look at what you've been through. And you get to take the things that you're grieving because you're not only grieving the loss itself. It's all of the additional losses that come, the secondary losses that come with that. And give yourself permission to really dive into the secondary losses because that's part of what's going to hold you back from healing if you don't recognize what parts of you are missing, what parts of you are um, still have that stirring. Because when you start looking at that, you can start to see, well, what still exists or just has changed shape or changed ideas? Do you notice any anything springing up? Is there a new thing that God's creating inside of you because of what you've been through? What have you learned? Kind of, um, I know when I am going through trials and when I look back or there's themes, whether it's a sermon, a, um, you know, a friend will bring something up, 
a song that comes on the radio or um, Sirius XM or anything like that. But all of a sudden, I will start spotting themes and or words or phrases that keep coming up over and over. Don't discredit those. Pay attention to those and write those down because that may be the start of a new dream for you. The start of the the vision and God's purpose that he's created for you and now you're you're you are in a space, you're in a an area in your life. You have the time that you can sit. It's the right time to sit and look at it. And before I dive more into this, let me just share some verses because all of this stuff, it may seem overwhelming, but you're not doing it by yourself. So Matthew 17, 20 says, because of your little faith, he told them, for I truly tell you, if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, you will tell this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. You just need a glimpse, a slight stir, and nothing will be impossible for you. And it has nothing to do with your own strength because Luke 18, 27 says, he replied, what is impossible with man is possible with God. And Philippians 4, 13 says, I'm able to do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And then Job, which I love Job. Job 42, 2 says, I know that you can do anything and no plan of yours can be thwarted. No plan can be thwarted. Well, I just love the word thwarted anyway. But God's plan, there's you can't even screw up his plan for you. If you act, if you start to dream and allow him to shape things and then just do something little, he can tap it into place for you. He's not asking you to go the distance without him. In fact, it's better if you stick close to him. So, um... And then Mark eleven twenty four says, Therefore I tell you, everything you pray and ask for, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. These things that he's put in your heart, these dreams that you may be too afraid to recognize, don't be afraid of those anymore. It is okay to dream and to want something greater, to want something better. It does not discredit everything and everyone who is in your life in the past. It was really hard for me to come to grips with that. Things in my life were so good, not perfect, but they were good. They were really good. And I was building a life that I loved when it came crashing down. And it was hard for me to really embrace the idea that life after could be as good or better than before. And It was over and over and over. God was showing me how it's not really a competition at all, but it's because of what I've been through. I can, I can sit with things differently. I can be more grateful for things that I have, which in turns makes it richer because of those hardship experiences and that change that I went through over and over and over again. I can experience things with fresh eyes and I know when a good thing is a really good thing and I can embrace it and I can milk it for all that it's worth instead of waiting 
on the sidelines for something good to happen or for something better when really God's saying it's right here. So don't feel like you're doing this by yourself because God had already put things in your life, put things in your heart. And even if you can't see it, if you take a step back, take a breath and realize that the simple act of dreaming is helping your healing process, giving yourself that freedom to ask what if. And things that you can ask yourself are simply like what themes, what words, what phrases, what feelings, what um, what am I seeing right now that God is trying to highlight? And if you ask him to highlight it stronger, he will. Um, he knows that I am stubborn and I need to hear and see things over and over before I really will get to them, get them, you know, like it, it will, I'll hear it, and, but it will finally take a couple of times before I'm like, oh, this is a thing. Okay, well, let me dive in and ask him what he wants me to do with it. But the thing is, he's patient and he'll wait for you. But you have to be open to see it and to feel it and to, to experience it. So when you feel that there's something springing up, ask for more of it. Ask for him to highlight. Ask for a vision and ask him what it, what he sees for you. You don't have to come up with these dreams on your own. Look at your life for the next couple of days, weeks, months, years. How would you like your life to be slightly different? If you could wave a magic wand, what would that look like? Write it down and don't judge yourself for it. And let God work through that. Do it prayerfully and do it in a way that is looking at the things that you've been through. Because I guarantee all of the work that you've done before this part, all of the looking at what you've been through and writing it down, all the ants that you are thinking and all of the things that you've been grieving, God has an answer for all of those. All of them. Luke 137 says, for nothing will be impossible with God. Your dreams are not impossible with God, even if they seem impossible with your circumstances, with your reality in the moment, with the things that you've been through and how broken you are. It's not going to stay that way forever, friend. It really is not. And you get to craft, you get to dream, you get to cultivate and create a life that you really love. And you get to do it through the lens of God holding you and strengthening you and restoring you and him giving you the dream that he wants for you, that he sees the future and how he has used everything you've been through for good and how he can turn it into a purpose. So give yourself that time. If you're you're looking to fast track your healing, you have to know what you're healing to. You have to have that vision and it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be super clear. You just have to give yourself that freedom, that, that opportunity, that openness, that vulnerability to dream. And if you do this, this will help you fast track. This will help you start to intentionally heal and move through what you're going through and move forward in it and take 
the the elements that you want to take with you and leave the elements that are no longer serving you, whether it's within you or outside of you. All of a sudden, things start to become clear and you get to choose and be intentional about your steps. You get to be intentional about the things that you that you do and the things you want and what you think. So next week, we'll talk about those ants and that ant journal again. And if you haven't done that exercise, go back and listen to last week's podcast again so you can get an idea of how that needs to be done. Give yourself, like you're worthy of this. You are, you're healing. You deserve to heal and to be restored. And God is right there waiting to do this. So trust him through all of this and know that even through this hard part where you're writing down and you're getting vulnerable with yourself, he's going to do a new thing in you. He's going to give you pictures and visions and hope that you were not ready to see before, but you're ready now. When I was going through and intentionally healing, that's when I started getting the vision of being a coach. That's when I started, um, you know, first was a therapist and, but I allowed, I just, when I felt something, God leading me to something, I would just dive in and then I would just figure it out. And that's when he gave me the vision of being, of having this a, a community and having a, a platform where I can help women who have been through really hard things, take it and transform their lives into their purpose, into their calling and into something that they are can be proud of and into a life that they truly love instead of having them instead of living life like you're being pulled by the wind you get to choose what you do with your life and how things affect you and if that's something that you're feeling if you're feeling that you're the things you've been through there's more to it that it could possibly be part of what you're called to do and you just can't see it on your own, you don't have to do that alone. Come and schedule a 20-minute call with me. See what possibilities are there. See what is waiting for you and, and have that accountability and that vulnerability in a safe space that you can really say the things that you need to say. And so if you have any idea any glimpse or just that that stir that there's more reach out to me and schedule your 20 minutes and just to see what's possible don't wait because your 6 months from now will be you'll be exactly the same space as you are now if you don't take action if you don't say yes to yourself so why wait another 6 months of pain and stuckness and what ifs when you don't have to when you're six months from now you can be in a completely different place than you are right now so don't wait go to my website there's a link in the show notes also you can go to www.tammymariecoaching.com and schedule your call 20 minutes and see how your life can be different 20 minutes just that one step saying yes to yourself and seeing how your dreaming can come alive And with that, I will talk to you next week. Bye for now.